The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Oh, my goodness. That's it. That's it. Ace. Wow. A knockout due to calf kicks. To me, it's business. I'm here to make it to the top. You know, I want that tower shot. Ladies and gentlemen, Alex Perez. Oh, that's, that's it. it. That's and it. still the best in the world by a mile. And, of course, if I train hard, it's every time easy on the fight. Valentina Shevchenko. That's it. She's out. Rollies for the win by submission. Every fight gives me more motivation, loss of win. Your winner, Antonina Shevchenko. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Please tell me that's on video. I've never been happier. I'm made for a fucking podcast. That's dangerous. Listen to me, we're at it. I'll say, what a way to start on Matt flexing. No, no, no. That's how we, I like to see you flexing in the beginning of the show. We have a good show. Uh, Alex Perez, uh, the challenger fighting this Saturday, uh, fighting uh, Davidson Figueredo for the flyweight uh, championship, of course. And we have Valentina and Antonina Shevchenko both on the same card together for the first time in UFC. They've done it, I believe, in other promotions, but it's their first time in UFC. Valentina is the co-main event fighting Jennifer Maya for, uh, again, the Women's Flyweight Championship. So it's a great, great card. I can't wait to speak to them, Jimmy. I can't either. You know? And uh, let me start by saying I was watching uh, Alex Perez's last fight, and you, I know this about you, Jimmy. You've said this before, that you, I don't know if you find joy in it, but you like seeing people get stopped with leg kicks. Is that true? Love, Did you say that? Love it. That's how much I know you, Jimmy. You do. You love that. Love it. So and his-, his last fight with uh, Juicimar, Juicimar. Ju- Juicy A Formiga. Juicy A Formiga. Yeah. All right. I, I, By I, the I, way, he's the only guy to beat Davidson Figueredo. He's the only loss right. Figueredo has. Yeah. And he kicked his calf so hard, repeatedly. And he's smart. Why? No, why he's smart. Because when he had him fall down, he didn't follow him down. He goes, no, nope, right. get up. A lot of guys, aren't, or they don't have the presence of mind That's to do right. that. They yeah. just have to, oh, he's down, he's hurt, let me go finish him off. No, come up. And he try, and to Fulmega's, uh credit, he tried to have a poker face. One more kick, and he's like, I'm done. I am, I'm interested. The, you know, the calf kick is, it's, it's, pretty new you know it's not yeah. like it's been around forever it wasn't around when i was fighting 
So I know what it's like to get kicked in the thighs and stuff. I didn't really get calf kicked too much. You know, I want to see, could guys build up a resistance to that? Like, like, you know what I mean? Like some guys can they get decent at taking some leg kicks and they get power through it. But the calf kick seems like it just immobilizes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, you know what? It was Formiga too. He was kicking. Um, he was kicking Formiga. And he, you're right. He had a great poker face. And then there was once he got hit where he flinched a little. And you could see he did that little hop, that little calf kick hop. And that's then you're like, good. oh, that's bad. When, that's when they bad. show it by hopping, it really fucking hurts. That dude, that's once you see that, it's like, and he's smart because he kept going back to it. Right back. And I'm, how much of an underdog is he here? Because I'm, I'm thinking he's a pretty big underdog. No? I think so too. Um, well, and again, he's, uh, his last loss was to Benavidez. And of course, uh, Figueredo beat Benavidez twice. That's just, you know, that doesn't mean anything. That's just interesting, you know, yeah, the MMA crossing. Like no, that. no, it doesn't. Um, it doesn't tell uh, and, then, and then who did he put it? He put to sleep Jordan uh, Espinoza. Espinoza. Say it again. Espinoza. Espinoza. That's it good. Jimmy, you know what I need? Like when I'm rolling my jujitsu, when I used to walk in the octagon, I need confidence in the way I pronounce shit. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, Jimmy. Give me a second before we get in. Wait, hold on. Give me, give me, this, give me a second before Alice comes in. Jimmy, you got, you're like, oh, Jimmy, you and your little wit, it's like a little, it's like a back fist. Like when I used to fight, it's out of nowhere. And it gets me. All right, let's get let's get Alex in. Yeah. There he is, Alex. What up? What up? How you doing, What's man? Going on, Alex. I'm doing good, man. Can't complain. Hi, Go ahead, Jimmy. No, I was gonna say, how do you feel? You're a couple of days out now, and how do you get a couple of days before an event like this, such a major uh, fight for you? Are you calm, or do you get the jitters out of the way? How do you handle these moments? Uh, I'm pretty calm. Um, it's it's crazy, you know. Uh, like everybody is making a like a, a super big deal, like oh, it's a title fight, it's a title fight, and I'm like, yeah, it is, but it's still a fight, you know. I st- like I would have fought Davidson if it was a three round fight, you know. So it's just a fight. Uh, that's the way I'm looking at it as of right now. Yeah, at the end of the fight, yeah, you get a get a medal and you get paid more, you know. That's about it. That's the only thing that really changes for me. And I'm more nervous about being a dad than. Uh, you know, I'm having my first uh, my first son in February, so I'm more nervous about that than the fight. So, oh, nice! Congratulations, yeah. buddy. thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, that's the real stuff. That's what that's the that's what it's really all about. And that's the way. Listen, at the end of the day, it is just a fight. Everything else is doesn't mean shit, man. All the oh my good stuff for the title, and at the end of the day, you're locked in a cage with another guy looking to take him out. Something that you're very good at. Me and uh, me and Jimmy were just talking. We were watching your last fight when you you kicked Formiga's leg <laughs> off, his calf off. Those calf kicks, because they weren't around when I was fighting, and I'm I'm happy they weren't because they are nasty. <laughs> yeah, they are nasty. When did you start putting that in your in in the arsenal? Honestly, I like for me it wasn't more about like kicking the calf. It's more like. I like to, I mean, I like to leg kick. You know, we come from um, Timo Yama. Coach Collins has been around forever. And, uh, you know, and we're, and we're, we're a Muay Thai-based gym. So it was meant to be just a leg kick. It just landed low. I was like, oh, okay, just keep doing it. You know, it's not like 
I'm I, like, I don't aim for the same spot over and over and over again. I just throw the kick and it lands, it lands, you know, it's one of those things. And it, somehow I just end up landing in the same spot that night. So you won't watch him and you won't watch him in your preparation and go, okay, I think he's vulnerable to this. You just kind of felt it in the moment and did it. Yeah. I mean, I, I watched just surf fight for years, uh, you know, especially, uh, like I said, we're, me and him were actually really good friends. I've known him for about 10, 10 years. And, uh, I mean, I knew his style like way before we were about to fight. And, uh, yeah, it was just one of those things that kind of just picked up. I was like, I'll see if this worked and it worked. And I just kept going back to it. I mean, why not? If you fight a friend, sorry, man, if you fight a guy that you really like and you have to end the fight, I mean, you got to win the fight. Do you prefer, like, are you happy that you're able to end it like that with leg kicks as opposed to a head kick knockout because you like the guy? Oh, man, I, that, that one's tough, man, because, I mean, you knock out <laughs> a friend, it's kind of hard. You, you, you know, you hurt a friend, it's kind of hard. Um, the biggest thing for me is I've always, I'm, I'm a competitor, so I wrestled, and I remember wrestling some of my good friends and, and freestyling Greco, and, man, we're trying to kill each other. We're trying to suplex each other and trying to throw each other. So kind of got the mentality from that, that like, hey, it's business once we step in yep. here, but outside, you know, it is, uh, we're friends. And uh, that's why we always left it back then and kind of how we did uh, this last time. You know, that's true because uh, fighting your friend, man, like the only thing worse than than beating up your friend is your friend beating up you. You know, that would, <laughs> that would suck. Yeah. You know, then I, I wouldn't want to be his friend anymore. I, I, you know, I don't know. Hey, Alex, tell us about getting a call because for the people that don't know, uh, you know, he was supposed to fight, uh, Davidson was, was supposed to fight, the champ was supposed to fight uh, uh, Cody Garbrandt and then something happened with Cody, I believe he got injured. I said there, yeah. I yeah. there. I know how that is. And uh, you got the call. Tell us about getting the call. Uh, yeah, man, I was sleeping actually because they were on Fire Island. Um, you know, I was sleeping and everybody knows I always put my phone on Don't Disturb, you know. Unless it's important, you got to hit me up. And uh, my phone rang, like my phone started ringing. And I'm like, man, I looked at it, it was my manager. Like, I, I know hey, this has to be somewhat important because yeah. he's uh, he's calling me, you know. So I get up and like, what's up? He's like, yeah, he's like, Cody's out. And I'm like, what? So yeah, I like, it didn't click, you know, it's like, Cody's yeah. out. I'm like, oh, okay. It's like, you're in. I'm like, wait, what? So Cody's out. And he's like, yeah, you're fine for a world title. I was like, oh, man. I mean, that whole night I couldn't sleep. I was like, I was like, it's like 1 a.m., 12, 1 a.m. I was like, should I go for a run right now? Should I, I would, what am I supposed to do? That's the right, hey, yeah. it's better that than you just being like, all right, and then go right back to sleep and I'll worry about it <laughs> yeah. tomorrow. Because, I mean, this is, you know, it's, it's a, it is just another fight, but at the same time, it's just a huge opportunity, you know? It, yeah, definitely. You know, um, like I said, it's just a fight, but this is one of the fights that, that you've been working for your whole life. You know, uh, I started competing in MMA in 2010, I uh, turned pro in 2011. So 10 years in the making that this has been going on. It's not like it was just an overnight thing. It's been 10 years of hard work. And plus, cause I wrestled and stuff like that, that got me to this point. And, uh, you know, so I, I was super excited. It's just one of those things I can knock off my, uh, you know, bucket list. Not too many people can say they fought in the UFC, had this many wins in the UFC, have, you know, done some of the things I've done. And uh, I'm just happy that I'm knocking stuff off my bucket list. And you were supposed to fight Moreno. Uh, yeah. And did you, do you know what they're, again, because he's fighting Royval now, and do you know what went into their thinking? They had to decide what, what to do with your fight, and they decided to give you the shot, and, and, and he's fighting someone else. Do you know what went into their thinking? Uh, no, nah, I, I think it was just based off the last performance. We both had similar, you know, we both fought just, sir. Uh, he went a decision, I finished him. I think that's what it, what it came down to. I'm, like, 
people were like, oh, Brandon deserves it more. I'm like, well, if you're only as good as your last performance. Um, and I feel like I outperformed him in my last performance. And, uh, you know, like if Brandon would have got the fight, yeah, I've been a little upset. But at the same time, too, it's kind of you can't do anything about it. It's part right. of life. Shit, shit doesn't always work out the way you want it to. Shit happens. You just got to keep going forward. You keep winning fights, they can't avoid you. So if Brandon wins this fight, then when I win, I win him. I'll fight him. I'll the back. I'll fight him. I got no problem doing that. Hell, you dude, this wasn't gifted to you. Right. Look at you, you know what I mean? Just look at your yeah. body of work. You know, so screw what anybody else thinks. Yeah, I mean, and, and Figueredo has looked, he's looked really good. I, I was impressed with the fact, obviously, he beat Benavides twice, who's who's really, really tough. But it was even more impressive the second time because to beat a guy that good the first time and miss weight and then have to mentally prepare yourself to come back and have to beat him again in the next fight um, shows a lot of mental toughness. I don't, I don't think that's very easy to do. Um, I mean, I'm sure you're aware of it if I'm aware of it. Yeah, I just feel that in that first fight, um, when Joe was clipping him, I just felt like he, you know, like there was like, I don't think he like scared him with anything, you know, with the power in his hands. And then I think when he was able to scramble out of that takedown and catch him in an armbar, I think, you know, obviously like he went in there hands down. I think that just showed me that he wasn't scared of his power. Uh, obviously he wasn't scared that Joe was going to take him down because Joe actually, I thought, I, I thought if Joe could win, it would be on the ground. And, um, you know, Davidson surprises with that arm bar and stuff like that. He showed that he's slicker than what people think. So, um, I think that played a lot into it. I mean, when you have confidence like that, where you, you put your hands down, that means that in the first fight, something went off in his head, like, Hey man, this guy can't hurt me. I'm going to just walk through his punches. I'm sure, um, I'm sure the champ's been on your radar for a while, even before he got the belt. I'm sure you were sizing him up, no? Yeah, man, I, I, look at, I look at it like this. Even if you have the title, you're still not the best until you clean out the division. Uh, because I think the thing that separates the top five guys is whoever's on that night, you know? Um, it's, it's by inches, you know what I mean? There's, there's, there's some, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's times where like, hey, man, this guy's just way better. But that hardly happens now within the top five, top ten guys. It's just whoever's on that night. I feel like just because you have the belt doesn't mean you're the best in the world until you start cleaning out the whole division, like Demetrius did, you know, started cleaning out how to rematch people, things like that. I feel that anybody can be on any given night. If you can do it multiple times, like John Jones, for example, has all those power defense. Now he can say he's the best that ever was at 205s or, you know, pound-for-pound pound guy because he's – destroyed the he's cleaned out the division yeah. added new contenders and cleaned those guys out so it, yeah. it's just one of those things for me i like i, I looked at him from a long time ago because i want to fight everybody in the division i don't i want to i don't want to leave no doubt that i was the best guy in the weight class at this time yeah. sorry Jimmy. No, i was gonna say doesn't it feel i know at least for myself when i was fighting because, uh, you know, you are the underdog going in here. I don't know the how by how much. I don't know if you know or give a shit. But I felt when I was the underdog, oh, it's so freeing. It's so, because now this guy, everybody's thinking this guy's going to beat you. I'm not saying with you. I'm saying when I was in similar situation. Everybody's thinking the guy's going to beat you. It's very freeing to be like, I don't know. I never got annoyed by it. I, it kind of fueled me. How do you feel being the underdog? Um, kind of the same, man. Uh, honestly, like I thought every fight I go into, I'm the underdog, even if like the odds have me, uh, favored. The reason why is because a lot of those guys got con like not handed contracts. They earned their contracts. They like, you see, like signed them. 
I went a different route. I went to the contenders and I wasn't even recruited for the contenders. I took someone's spot. They were, uh, someone fell out and they called me last minute. It wasn't like USC like, oh, we have to have Alex Perez on our roster. Yeah. It was not. So I like, I have a chip on my shoulder. I, I fight with the chip on my shoulder. I was not the most, like I'm not the most talented guy. I'm, I'm hardworking and my hard work got me here. So I kind of keep it like that. Like these guys were supposed to be here. I wasn't supposed to be here. I've been, you know, the, what got me here was my hard work. So no matter what fight I go into, I'm an underdog because I wasn't supposed to be here. All these guys got signed straight to the UFC. You know, I didn't. I went to the contenders. And then when I look back at it, I was I got a call three week, two to three weeks notice. Like, hey, do you want to find the contenders? Like, it wasn't like, hey, we need you. We need, you're the guy. We need you here now. Like, it wasn't like that. So that's the way I, I see every fight for me. When a guy, like, and Figueredo has said, and I'm sure you know this too, he said that uh, he thinks that you're slow. Now, when a guy says that about you, do you, do you take that as uh, he means it, or do you think that there is something he's trying to get you to switch or he's trying to get in your head a little bit when he says something like that? Um, I don't know. He thinks I'm slow, I guess. I, I mean... I really don't look into that stuff. I can really care less what he says, you know, what uh, what any opponent says, as a matter of fact. Like, I got to fight. I got to find him. We got to go in there and find out. He's going to find out how slow I am when we get in there, you know. I hope, you know, if he's right, he's right. I, I feel, I feel, I mean, I feel I'm kind of slow, I guess. I mean, I don't know. Compared to some of the guys I fought, like, you know, you look at Espinosa. You know, Jordan Espinosa, he bounces off the wall. He's quick. Uh, probably one of the quickest guys in the in the uh, UFC. You know, Eric Shelton's faster than me i mean i don't know everybody's different i might not be the fastest guy in one area but i'm faster in the other i mean i have no idea what he means by that it doesn't really matter that's a funny and I'm, I'm the reason i asked that was just because there are you see a lot of times with pre-fight things where at times it does get to one guy and it, it almost like will get sometimes a person to not do what they would normally do because they get angry like if you again an example uh uh, Connor against uh, Jose Aldo. Like he got him so pissed off and so frustrated. He c- came in there and just tried to do something that was reckless. And I'm wondering if sometimes the guys do that or if that affects you at all. Uh, for me, not really, because it's, it's funny because uh, people are like, oh, this guy's talking crap. This guy's talking shit about you, blah, blah, blah. I was like, man, honestly, that doesn't bug me because I like, so when I lost to Benavides, right? I fought Benavides, I lost to him. Uh, I was in my hotel room with my, like, my friends and family. And it's just probably like five, 10 minutes after. And then my little brother looks at me and he looks at my older brother. I was like, I would have fucked him up. I would have done this. Like, start, <laughs> you know, like this is like 10 minutes after I just lost, you know, he's like, I'll tell Dana White, sign, sign me up, do that. You know, like my family talks so much shit, like just in general, like we talk so much shit about everything that it doesn't bug me if they don't get under my skin. And, and I mean, you know, they, they know how to get under my skin. And then how to push the buttons. If, they, if that doesn't bug me, what anybody else says about me is not going to bug me. Uh, that's the right attitude. Yeah, is there a right thing, too? Because I, I'm always fascinated when a guy loses a fight. What, what is, what, how do you prefer somebody is to you after a, fight, after a loss? Do you want to just be left alone? Or are you kind of okay just going back to regular conversations? Or, or what is it like for you uh, after something like that? Uh, man, you know, it's funny. I'm the biggest sore loser uh, you know, like, I, I respect the guy I lost to. Don't get me wrong. I respect Joe. He beat me. But in my head, I'm like, man, fuck that motherfucker, you know? And I, I like to be alone. And, and just, you know, uh, I come from a wrestling background. So anytime you lost, our coach always gives us about five to ten minutes to, to cry about that loss. And then, hey, you got a tournament to keep wrestling. You got to get over it and go. So I give myself the night to kind of think about it and, you know, what, what went wrong. And then, you know, I kind of just put it, put it, 
put it in the pocket for motivation and fuel for the next time I go out there. I mean, uh, you know, Matt knows how much time you put into into a camp, how much money, time, effort, the things you sacrifice. And, uh, you know, it, it, I think I'm, I get more upset at that. And I feel like if you if you if you if you're a ha- like if you're happy after your loss and stuff like that, then you're not doing what you're supposed to do. Like if anybody's happy that they lost, like uh, you know having a good time going out and doing all that, like man, you're in the wrong sport. There's no such thing as a good loser. There shouldn't be a such thing as a good loser. You know, there's a respectful way to do it. You know, respect, shake the guy's hand, coach's hands. You know, tell him good job, whatever. But then after that, like I'm not saying go out and go crazies. You know, go you know, go do anything dumb, but you know, you gotta be, you gotta be kind of like focused, kind of like, okay, give me some time. That's the way I see it. I just like, you know, good, good night to myself, hang out, you know, me by myself. And that's about it. I usually put my running shoes on and start running, you know, run it off. Run it off. My bad knees. I can't even fucking walk things off now. (laughs) I fucking suck. Listen, man, (laughs) I like your mindset. Yeah. Uh, as you get a lot of, I know you said your wrestling days, but, uh, I like the fact that you mentioned earlier, you were Oyama, Colin Oyama. And, uh, you know, they, I love the old school guys. They, 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 they're, uh, they, they're the way, the way they're thinking, man. Cause you know, there's no fluff. I guarantee he doesn't have you jogging on a fucking treadmill with a snorkel. I think he's got you fucking getting ready for a fight by sparring and, and doing jujitsu and doing it the right yeah. way. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, I met Coach Colin about, you know, six years ago. And people asked me, you know, because I was looking for a new gym. I used to train back home. And, uh, you know, I just needed to get out. And uh, I, I went to a diff- couple different gyms. And uh, what's crazy was I went to Coach Colin's gym. And uh, the first day I got there, like, they put me through the grinder, right? And then someone, one of their ma- main guys, one of their best guys on the team, said he didn't want to do something. And he's like, hey, get the fuck out of here then. If you don't want to do this the fuck out i don't need you here and i was like man i i call my i call my manager i was like hey i want to stay here he's like what i was like is like, yeah he's like why he's like he just told his best guy to get the fuck out you know he wasn't like oh you know he's like no nah, like uh, he was a baby you know he's like nah get the fuck out i got other people here and i was like oh man i respect that if you can kick the best guy out and tell him to get the fuck out then i feel like you can tie anybody so me and coach have a great relationship and i know that he's never going to sugar- sugarcoat anything he's not going to baby me or nothing he's going to tell me hey stop being a pussy and i'm like all right you got it, you know, kind of thing. And I, I need that. I need, I need a general. I need someone that's going to tell me what to do, when, you know, when to do it, what I'm doing wrong and have no filter on it. Cause I feel that's the only way you get better in the sport. Yeah, yeah you're right. Um, and, and you joined recently uh, the dice team. Uh, what, can you talk about that? What exactly is that? And uh, can I look at some of the roster, Mirko Krokop? There's some very interesting people. Uh, what exactly the dice team, what exactly the dice do, team. do? Um, they're, they're a company in Japan to do like, cryptocurrency and stuff like that so uh they they they, they just kind of like uh, they get a lot of mma fighters on their roster and stuff like that i just started working with them they're super nice super cool people uh, i've I had a couple because they're they're in japan so we're different times so right. we talk here and there like hit or miss but they're super good, cool guys cryptocurrency now, I, I don't know anything about that i, I had someone try to walk me through a bitcoin i am uh, so awful do you understand that stuff i have no no comprehension no. of it they were trying to explain it to me and i was like i was like uh you know what let's wait until after my fight there's just no like they blockchain i i have zero your mind works a certain way or it doesn't and that's something that i i don't think no matter how patient somebody was my my brain will just never be able to hold that <laughs> mine doesn't mine just doesn't <laughs> no 
You notice I didn't chime in with that. Oh, the crypto stuff. No, I'm yeah. not going to. I'll talk about the latest Mandalorian. <laughs> hey, hey, Alex, let's, let, what is, besides training, give us uh, a hobby you like. I don't know if it's reading books, watching something on your streaming. Give us something you like to do. To let the audience know. Honestly, um, I like to coach wrestling, like high school. Oh. I like to coach high school. Like, I, you know, when I first started wrestling, uh, we had a program out of school uh, from Limor, California. So our coach would do a program where, like, hey, you, um, if you work the youth programs, I'll pay for you guys to go to, like, the state tournaments, which was, like, 50, 60 bucks, you know, for the tournaments. And they'll help us buy our, our USA wrestling cards or membership cards. So I started coaching actually one of my manager's sons when he was like four and I started coaching him, you know, coaching him here and there, like every weekend we'll go to tournaments and stuff. And um, I really like felt like that was like, I like to coach. That's what I like to do. And uh, I went from doing uh, coaching elementary kids to junior high to high school. And I did a, a year and like a year or two in uh, junior college, but I really enjoyed coaching. Uh, I like giving back to the sport that gave me, you know, the opportunities I got now. And, uh, and, and I really, I really enjoy coaching. I really like seeing other people succeed and share my knowledge of the sport and stuff like that. It's, you know, it's super, it's super chill. I mean, sometimes I get a heart attack when I'm coaching, you know, kids are crazy, but um, it's, it's a fun roller coaster going, you know, your, your emotions are going all over the place throughout the day and it's just fun. What about one day being a MMA coach? Do you look at that or no? Yeah, yeah, I've actually cornered people, you know, Coach Colin has shown me so many things. I've actually cornered people. Uh, I've helped, like, my training partners, like, in the UFC, but I've actually coached, like, hey, I need you to go this weekend to LFA, and, like, I'll be, like, me, me by myself, and I've cornered people, and I enjoy it. Like I said, it's like a roller coaster, you know? You get the highs, the highs, and the lows, the low, but you're with somebody, and it kind of just, you know, kind of help them get a win. It's the best feeling. Sometimes you don't come out your way, and you kind of, you kind of, uh, you know, learn how to get through it together. It makes you feel good when you when you teach people. Like I, I noticed that like if I teach a couple of classes a day, like a bit, and I'm like, you know, and a lot of times I'll teach beginners. I'm talking about jujitsu, but it's yeah. the same thing. It reminds me just recently, if you've seen like there was a Twitter war or something with uh with DC and, and John Jones, they were going back and forth. We could still yeah. <laughs> still something that. hot off the presses. Oh, it was something it. new. And it was a back and forth. We could discuss it later. But at one point in the conversation, uh, uh, with, with one of the burns, uh, Jones was saying, ah, maybe you'll be in, in one of the best uh, high school coaches ever. You know, and, and that's not, I, I looked at that like, dude, that's not a, you're not attacking a guy. That That's, you're doing the opposite. DC does, he because DC also teaches the wrestling. But yeah. He, he doesn't have to do that to get a paycheck. He does that because he, it's something that he, that he enjoys to give back. And it's, 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 um, it, it's a part of who he is. So I didn't think when he, when I saw John mention that, I'm like, dude, you, he's not doing this because he has to get an extra paycheck helping out these kids. He's doing it because it's, it's, it's part of who he is and it's what he enjoys. So I don't know. That just reminded me of that. So I think that's great that you do that. That's awesome. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, I, I enjoy it. You know what I mean? Like I said, sometimes you get those, you know, crazy days where you're like up and down, you know, when, especially at tournaments where you're going from one mat to the next to the next, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. 10, 10, 12 hour days, but it's fun. It's super like, it's, it's cool seeing someone, you know, get their hand raised. It's, you know, it sucks when they lose, but it's cool to see, you know, how they react and how they yeah. grow from those losses. So it's definitely not, like a very, I think I love to do. That's my favorite thing to do is, is coach. 
And a lot no. of times the progress. I'm sorry. Jimmy, no, that's I'm like, no, no, no. No, a lot of times you see <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy three times was like, ah, ah. No, no, see, but a good. lot of times, like Alex, I'll see a guy walk into my school <laughs> who has no ability at all. And within a year, you'll see this guy able to strangle people and help. And it's like, oh man, this is this is awesome. I, this guy could defend himself. But all right, go ahead, Jimmy. <laughs> Forget it now. No, <laughs> I wanted, when you say you're a coach, are you the type of coach that you respond to? Are you like, are you a general or do you adjust certain points of your, like, like are, are you more malleable? Like with, if a guy doesn't respond as well to, to that type of coaching, you don't do it? Or are you one way with all your guys? Um, for me, it's, I'm kind of a, like a, I mean, one way kind of guy, like we're going to, this is our structure. But when it comes to technique, I, I've learned like, cause you know, I come from a big family. So my older brother and my little brother are taller than me and I'm the shortest one. So uh, I believe like, hey, this is the way we're going to do it. But the technique's going to be a little bit different. It might not work for you, but we're still going to drill it kind of thing. Because you never know where you need it from. Your, you know, you might need something in your back pocket kind of thing. But right. I mean, I, I, I'm a person like, I, like in general, I like to work hard and have fun. Like, I don't mind that. But if people are like slacking around, like, hey, I'll get in someone's ass, you know, I'm like, hey, man, what the fuck? If you don't want to be here. I'm doing this for free. Like, if you don't want to be here, you don't have to be here. Like, don't waste my time. Like, and I, I, I told him straight up, I don't get offended. If you don't want to show up when I'm running class, like, cool, don't show up. Like, I'm not going to get offended. You're not going to make or break my day, you know? So I'm kind of a little bit, a little bit of both, I guess you can say, but I'm more Alex, of a, great. Alex, how did you take to the striking? Did you, were you, did you, was it easy for you to learn? Because with your wrestling background, you don't strike like a wrestler. Like, you don't strike like a guy that's just trying to close the distance. You're striking like a guy that knows how to strike. Like, you know what I mean? You look like a stand-up fighter. Like, I know you're a mixed martial artist, but I'm saying with your background, you look very fluent on your feet. How did you take to learning the striking? Uh, striking, so where I'm, uh, where I'm from, we get a lot of good boxers. And uh, our gym was like a half MMA, half boxing gym. So I learned how to, uh, like, if I wasn't doing MMA, I would, I would have probably been boxing. And, uh, you know, I, I started, I started boxing and then, uh, I was like, okay. And I started like helping out the MMA guys kind of thing. And then kind of just vice versa. And it just became like a, a thing of confidence. Cause a couple of my fights when I first started, I was like, this guy down hold punch here and there just to get the win. And then, you know, I got confident when I got more confidence when I moved down to, uh, Timo Yama, you know, and then I ended up losing, uh, two fights and it kind of brought me back in my shell and I was eight and then I fought a couple times and it brought me back out. So it was just a confidence thing, but like where we're from, it's boxing and wrestling in the, in the central Valley. That's it. Like we have really good wrestling in the central Valley. We have really good boxing in the central Valley. So kind of just started doing it when I think the first time I threw a punch was when I was 18 years old and kind of went, went through there kind of, kind of thing. And then just got more confidence uh, as I went. Beautiful. Yeah. I'm uh, this is a great, great main event. And the whole card is really good. This uh, card is sick. The, the, I sick. mean, with Valentina uh, and uh, and Jennifer Maya as the co-main. Of course, Mike Perry, Tim Means on this card. This is a, a tremendous. And, uh, and and Brandon Moreno against uh, Brandon Royval is a great fight. To, to kind of the main event of the, of the, of the prelims. The final fight of that. Uh, Shogun's on this against Paul Craig. Caitlin Shukagin against uh, Cynthia Cavill. What, what a great card. And congratulations Everybody. on getting the call, man. Um, I, I'm looking forward to this yeah. fight very much. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll talk to you on the other side of it. And I'll be getting yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. Thank you, guys. All right. Appreciate take care. It. Good talking to you, Alex. Later, guys. Bye. Bye-bye.
The hits literally keep on coming from one MMA event to the next. They grow in excitement and anticipation. UFC 255 is no different with two of the sport's most exciting figures stepping into the octagon this weekend. There's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. For this weekend's fight, DraftKings is offering new users a free shot at $75,000 in total prizes. Now, if you haven't tried it yet, Fantasy MMA is easy to play. Just pick six fighters, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for advances, takedowns, and more. There's no better way to put your MMA knowledge to the test than to compete for a free shot at $75,000 in total prizes. But if MMA isn't for you, don't worry. DraftKings is offering plenty of fantasy contests for all of the sports that have returned to action. Plus, don't forget about football season where DraftKings has even more money up for grabs every week of the season. Download the DraftKings app now and use the promo code UFCUNFILTERED to get a free shot at $75,000 in total prizes for this weekend's UFC 255 contest. That's promo code UNFILTERED to get a free shot at $75,000 with your first Deposit only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Now, by the way, Matt, what's that? This, as you're saying this, I've gone to John Jones makes me laugh though. He, he's he's a really good shit talker. Like when he's annoyed about something, he's funny though. I, I enjoy John a lot, and uh, I don't know what Cormier said to set him off. Um, I don't know what what started it, but I'm reading some of these, and uh, John's being very, John's being very funny. <laughs> what is he saying? Well, he's 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 he can be mean. He's funny. He likes to be. He's like I can be really I, mean, I, right? It, it, this is what makes me laugh, and this is what Dana does too. Sometimes John it's is that. responding to some guy who has seven followers, and it's like you're probably the greatest mixed martial artist oh, in the world. Really? And I and he's like, that. he's just like guys who are saying these things that have eighty followers, and John's got two, and he's just quote quote. It's very funny. Someone said something, and John said. It's like taking chicken from a really fat baby. Too easy. <laughs> Why is that? Because it's such a mean. It's it's, it's a mean thing to say. <laughs> Just maybe. Laugh. But DC doesn't take any shit though. Man. I he love DC. After, I love him, but this just DC made me. DC never takes some shit. He never takes shit. He goes right back after. What him. what you know started what I mean? this, Matt? Do you know what started their thing? They had a fight. Next thing you know, they're. You listen. They're both very competitive guys. I'm friendly with them both. I'd say I'm I hung out. I'm more friendly with DC. I've yeah, been around him a lot more. But uh, 
But hey, <laughs> listen, everybody likes a little fun rivalry here there. You know you, what I mean? A hundred percent. And I'm I'm looking back at the tweets as we're talking, and somebody was saying Adesanya Jones is, is the biggest fight right now. And Jones is saying it doesn't mean anything to him. Um, I don't agree with that. I think that is a big fight just because Adesanya has been so devastating and he's undefeated. But I do think that for Jones, I mean, I, I understand why he wants Wait, the heavyweight. Isn't, isn't, is he set to fight Jan? Yeah, Bowen? yeah. People are just saying, you know, they're throwing it yeah, out I mean, there. Listen, I know they're throwing that out there, but let's let's see him get pissed. I mean, I will see how that goes. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a dangerous-ass fight. Oh, he blows very dangerous, yeah. He's just so confident because he's got such he's got such experience. You know what I mean? It sometimes it doesn't transfer over well, transition over, I should say. Yeah. Over from uh kickboxing to this world. But sometimes it does. <laughs> and it does, you know, with with uh with uh Adesanya. And you never so. know when guys move up. Like when they move up in weight, you're you're getting hit by guys and you have guys on top of you who are, and again, I know you, the way you guys train, you're used to having bigger guys, but for some guys, they move up and it's just not the same. It's harder for them when they move up. So Adesanya might have that at light heavyweight and John might have that at heavyweight. I, I don't know. Jimmy, you know, how sometimes like, listen, I don't like sports, but sometimes I'll watch like, like a, um, like a, like a compliment. Yeah. A clump, a compilation. It's amazing to me. So you said before that sometimes you don't have confidence in the way you say things, and Jimmy, I find that hard to believe. Jimmy, go ahead. Uh, uh, listen, you know what is a series? You, you had it. No, you said it right. Son of a bitch. Stop it. Listen to me. Yeah. A clump. A, a, uh, I'm having a problem with the word. You got. I, it. I gotta. I gotta see it. No. I, it is just like a. Th- <laughs> listen. Compla. What? Compla. Compla. No, you're no. <laughs> we cut this out of the whole fucking show. Oh no, we cannot. Out of the show. <laughs> no. Out of the show. All right, listen. I like watching. I don't like watching sports, but if there's like a series of like a a what? <laughs> no, like there's a clip, like a bunch of clips together of people, a sports team winning and people getting happy. What do you call that? Like, I don't know. <laughs> Come on, Jimmy. Say the word for me. Just say it once, and I'll say it again. Complimation. Complimation. Oh, what's the matter with me? Not complimation. Complimation. Say it again. Do, do it once at a time. People are gonna. There's people are gonna think. Complimation. It's complimation. They're gonna blame this on the fighting. This yeah. is not. No, it's not the fighting. I have my wits. Yes. Complimation. Complimation. I know how to say Kimura. I know how to say Ashagarami. Absolutely. Say it again. Clomplimation. No, fuck you, clomp. You're fucking with me, you asshole. Okay. You could be a mean little bird. I, I you really are. You? No, it's, it's, it's complimentary. Woke up on not. the wrong side of a nest this morning. Listen, seriously. No, complimentation. No, not Say not it? not clomp. Complimentation. Complimentation. Yeah. All right, listen. You, I, you fucking with me? Complimentation. Yeah. I'm saying it right. Antonio, could you chime in and just say if I'm saying it right? Complimation. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Pronounce it for me. I, I'll leave the show. No, compilation is actually it. Look it up. Can we get this all out of the show or shorten it? Oh, dude, it's awesome. It's awesome. We can't. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know why I brought it up. A right, compilation of. Oh, you know, I like a compilation. That's it. And now I'm overthinking it. <clears throat> of like, yeah. so listen, this, and you know what it is? It's not even a big story. 
I somehow like on my YouTube, you know, it goes to different things. Like I watch stuff on the Mandalorian. So there was a compilation of all nerds reaction to when they saw the, uh, the arrival of the new, <laughs> this is such a horrible story. No, it's not. The nerds right now, listen, I seen a compilation of all the nerds reaction to Bo Katan's appearance. She's the female Mandalorian when she took the helmet off. And they're all like, they're a bunch of nerds. It's all different. It's all, I'm not, a t- I'm, listen, I'm one of them. I, you won't catch me doing this. It's like they're filming themselves watching the show. So you see their reactions. Right. So like, like, that can't be Bo Katan. And it's like some of them are chubby, some of them are not. And it's like, oh my goodness. And they're, they're, they're like, oh, some of them are crying. Anyway, let's. Yeah, this, I like, I like a good compilation. Listen. No, it's, you don't need the to. Last, the last five minutes of the show. It's just, awesome. No, it's good. Let's just get this out of the, We don't need this in the show. It's good. It's good for our banter. Oh, my goodness. But it's fun. This is why I don't work behind a desk anywhere uh, and it's analyst work. You understand? This is why I'm just in podcast world for the rest of my life. With my Jimmy. Hey. Let's do some picks. Yes, buddy. Let's. Okay, Jimmy. All right, Embarrassment. Nah, you're. Okay. Yeah, come on, you 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 choke people. You don't know where oh, you made oh, Jimmy. I, That's um, what you do. I had a good session yesterday and the day before. Day before, my buddy Tess, dangerous dude, attacking me. Good time, good time with the gi. Yesterday without the gi, my buddy Abe, Pat, I, Jimmy. I, wait, is this the right arm? That's the wrong. Yeah, one. yeah, that's the best one. Right oh. No, you don't want that arm because there's nothing I do. there. There's nothing. Your neck will fit there, though. Yep. All right. Let's do some picks. What do you want to do? Co-main and main? We could do. Uh, we could do. Uh, we could do the card. I mean, this is a. This is a... Listen, I don't mind doing it because I like the party. Let's start with uh, Paul Craig versus yeah. Rua. Showtime. They never fought before. Wait. I don't know if they have or not. Hey, guys, did they fight before? Look that up. They fought before. I'm going to say they fought before. Oh, they have actually. Uh, yes, they have. Um, there was a disqualification. No, Is that what happened? No, it was a draw. A draw. Sorry, you saw the D. Yeah. To your credit, though, it was oh, like over a year ago, or it was around a year ago. Yeah. Oh, actually, it was around two years ago. Yeah, DQ would be disqualified. Um. So yeah, I guess they're uh fighting back from their draw. They're running it back. Yeah. Good. Good. Thank you. Um. What do you think? Well, since then, um. Craig is, uh, they've, they've actually, uh, submission, they both come off wins, uh, July for Paul Craig, a sub, and, uh, uh, Shogun, uh, split decision, you know what, I'm gonna take, second round stoppage, Rua, I'm gonna do the same thing with Paul Craig. I like, and I like Craig, because you know I love the jiu-jitsu, and I yeah. love his triangles, and whatever, but, uh, I love his jiu-jitsu, but uh, I feel that Rue is gonna make the uh, make the adjustments here. He's got some more in the ba- he's got some more stuff in the basement left. I made that up. No, I didn't make that up. That's from Rocky. Okay, all right. Off to the next. Off to the next. Blonde fighter, our buddy Caitlin versus uh, Caitlin Chuhagen. Saying that better versus Cynthia Calvello, who I'm a big fan of too. I yeah. like Cynthia. Yeah, me too. I think Cynthia's a beast. She's in a good, in the best sort of way. Um, I have to be biased though, because I too. do feel like Caitlyn. Not that I wouldn't pick Caitlyn anyway, because I do have confidence with her as a fighter. But 
she is a, a friend. We consider her a friend. I like so her I, a lot. I, just, I know. Caitlin's awesome. She's got great energy. And um, this is going to be a battle. I think this is going to be a battle. I'm going to say Caitlin by decision because I do not think Cynthia is going to be going anywhere easily. And I'll tell I, you right now, that it's going to be a tough fight because I, I do, I hold Cynthia in high regard, you know? I will also take Caitlin by decision. Okay. Very good. Very good. Mike Perry versus Tim Means. Yeah. Okay, buddy. Now, look. Oh, this is rough. Because Tim Means has a lot of experience. Yep. You know? A lot. A lot of experience. But th- I'm going to say... What do you say? I'm going to say Mike. I'm going to take Mike because he's had a few losses recently. And he said he's doing something different in the corner this time. And, and he switched things up a little bit. Uh, and he seemed, when we talked to him, he seemed to be in a better place than he was the last time we spoke to him. Uh, I do not. He's, go ahead. Being, he's more focused. He's going to be a dad. So maybe that's, uh, I mean, not that he was fighting poorly, but I mean, uh, I don't know. I'm going to take Mike Perry. And how am I going to take him? I'll take him in a second round stoppage. He's due for that. You think he's due for that second round or stoppage? stoppage? Yep. He's a listen. He's a beast. He's a beast. Mm, see, this is the thing. Tim. Tim means he. He's the type of guy that inflicts damage. And when you look to hurt somebody, you're there to be hurt. Perry's got a lot of power. He's fighting so much smarter lately. Yep. He's, he's, he's he's being more strategic. I, uh, He's a little younger, you know. I think Mike Perry by decision. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's get back to the, wait. Did you make your pick? Second round. Second round stoppage. I say Mike Perry by decision. Okay. Tim means, Tim means ain't going out easy. You know. All right. Uh, wait. I'm looking at an argument. You're not even biting. I like that. No. Jimmy. All the time I know you, not one argument. No. That's what happens when we talk for two hours a week. I'm only kidding. I talk to you more than that. But it could be worse if I saw you every day. I might just get under your skin or just vice versa. Jimmy, never, ever, ever. I'll scoop you up in my big arms, give you a big hug. Okay. (laughs) Jimmy, who do you think, Jimmy? I mean, I cannot pick against Valentina Shevchenko. I cannot do it. There's no way I could do it. I'm going to say, I, listen, and I normally, ah, Jennifer Moy is tough. She is tough. But this is what I'm going to say. I'm going to say fourth round stoppage. Okay? The, that ch- Once you get into those championship rounds, Valentina is like, hello. Hurry, let's get this over. I got to get to the gun range in the morning. You understand? Yeah. Jimmy? And uh, I'm going to take Valentina in third round stoppage. All right, man. All right. We have to get that. We're going to have them on the phone in just a minute, too. Uh, Valentina and Antonina. So we're just getting these out of the way. Um, Jimmy, do you ever take acting lessons? Or do you just, did you do, do you just. I've taken some, yeah. I've taken some, sure. You're good, man. I watch your stuff. I saw you on Spider-Man. But I don't think that was acting. I think you really thought Spider-Man stinks. And I didn't like him. Yeah, I used improv that. And then they kept it. You improv that. Yeah. Well, I'm going to pretend you didn't say that. I listen. You know what Made stinks? The Andrew Garfield one. 
Get out of here with that. Get out of here too. You're not even, first of all, you're not a nerd. You're like a skater kid. You're like, you're supposed to be a nerd. Yeah. And the thing I don't like about the new ones with Tom Holland is he's getting like almost like cyber bullied. Like the guy's like a little nerd who's bullying him. Um, You don't want somebody having the physical fear of getting thrown in a locker. Don't take that away from us. That's right. Don't take that away from us. Don't take that away. You're right. You know, oh, but what about a mean tweet? Yeah. I understand. I understand. You're not going to spin a web because someone's giving you mean tweets. No, you're gonna you're gonna take care of business because they're trying to give you a wedgie. You understand? All right, Jimmy. Listen, let's talk about the main event. Let's do it. Um, you know, I I, I like Alex Perez a lot. I like his attitude. Wow. I like how he fights. You son of a bitch! I see. Davidson Figueredo is just Figueredo. he's devastating. And nineteen and one. I mean, and again, Perez has an amazing record too. But I think Figueroa right now, especially after beating Benavides twice as decisively as he did, and as hard as Benavides is to put away. I mean, uh, you know, he's literally there was like thirty-seven times he looked like he was getting choked out, and he fucking pried his way out of it. I mean, he was incredibly hard to put away. I'm gonna go Figueroa. Figueroa, Figueroa, Figueroa. Go ahead. I'm gonna say Figueroa in the third. Figueredo, Figueredo. My, my first thing to was Figueredo in the second. I was just saying Figueredo in the second, but I'm, I like Alex Perez and I like how he fights. Um, and, and I think that Figueredo saying he's too slow and he can't hurt me, he might underestimate Alex Perez. I understand. I see where you're going with that. He might, under, you know, I go with the underdog. There's so many things you could do with Figueredo with that with a song. You can mix it up so many different ways. Like, what is that? Uh, Figueredo, 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 Figueredo. Yeah. Figueredo, Figueredo, Figueredo. Wait, Jimmy. Figueredo. Never seen Figueredo. Okay, listen. What do you think? Well, what do you we, think? we gotta be we gotta be quick because uh they are in the waiting room. Valentina and Antonina are in the waiting room. So I would say that we should uh I'm taking Figueredo third. <laughs> Jimmy, I will take. I like Figueredo a lot. And you know how much, I, Jimmy, you know I when I bleed, I bleed jiu-jitsu. I love jiu-jitsu. Jiu-jitsu against the world. I love it. Yeah. You know what I love even more? Wrestling? <laughs> no, not at all. No, not at all. Karate? No, I, not, a, not of the above. The Mandalorian? Well, but listen, this is what I love. I love an underdog. Wish you were one, one of the biggest ever. You're a Hall of Famer. I know all that, but that's not why I love an underdog, Jimmy. I love an underdog. You know why? Because I, I'm going to repeat what I because I was an underdog. I lived it. I've been in his shoes. Yep. You understand? Yeah. Totally. What I do? You seize the moment. <laughs> why am you I did. giving myself? Why am I making it about me? Well, it's natural because you're seeing a similar situation. Thank you, Jimmy. That maybe seem if there was a less. if there was a comedian fighting and he had tiny genitals, I would relate to him. So I understand. <laughs> I am going. I am going with the underdog. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm going to say third round stoppage. Okay. Third round stoppage. By okay, I'll take second round, figure it out, I'll change. Figure it out in second. Oh, okay. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Jimmy. All right. All right. Shots fired. I understand. 
I understand. You're loving one up. Let's do it. All right. We can't make them wait anymore. Uh, let's get to uh, Antonina and Valentina yes. Shevchenko. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's see what the girls are up to. Looking for a new home or you want to save on your current mortgage? Visit rate.com and you could get massive savings with Guaranteed Rate, the official mortgage partner of the UFC. Rates are at a historic lows and you could land that dream home or refinance to potentially cut your current payments in about 15 minutes. Visit rate.com today to get started with Guaranteed Rate. Equal housing lender subject to credit approval. Savings, if any, vary based on a variety of factors. Restrictions apply. Company NMLS ID number 2611. NMLS Consumer Access. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Oh, there they are. Hi. Hi. Hi, girls. Hello. Hello, Jim. Hello, Matt. Nice Hello, to see how are you? you? It's been so long. We just straight after the training. Oh, you just finished training? Yes, we just came back home and like, yeah, just literally like all these hair, like sweaty, like after the train, straight ahead. Oh, you, you girls look great. It looks like you're always training. And when you're not training, you're at the gun range and stuff. You are such assassins. It's true. It's true. We are, we, we love to do what we love. Now, did your parents... Did they raise you early on in the martial arts and got you into firearms? Because I have three girls and I want to bring them up like, you girls are like the real life Black Widow from the Avengers. That's how I look at you girls. <laughs> Jimmy, am I throwing them up? No. It, it, it's not that, not that like um, Black Widows, right? Antonina has her husband. That's why it's like, <laughs> it's not the widow anymore. <laughs> But uh, you know, it's 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 very right. Our our family, our mom, she grew up as very early age. She get, uh, she we started to practice martial arts. I was five years old, and then in a, about seven. Like seven, yes, and we are started to practice martial arts because of her. But our love uh, for gun culture, for the shooting competitions, for shooting sport, it gave us our coach, Pavel Fedotov. Oh, your coach oh. got you into that. Yes, we started, uh, we uh, maybe years 2005, six when we li uh, was living in Russia, we started to, he started to teach us a little bit the shooting positions or something like that. But uh, the most and the uh, majority 
part, what we were doing, we started in South America. When we lived in uh, Peru, we started to compete in uh, defensive uh, pistol competitions such as IDPA, IPSIG, here it's IPSIG, there is IPSC. And we were competing, Antonina, she's Peruvian champion in shooting. I had a lot of medals. <laughs> so yes, and now here in United States, we are spending a lot of time every time at the shooting range. And I was looking, Antonina, I was looking at your uh, Instagram and there's a lot of uh, videos of you or in, in planes and in front of airplanes. Are, do you have a pilot's license? Yes, exactly. Yes, I'm mm -hmm. private pilot. Uh, already now and um, I really really love uh, flying and um, I just started to fly here in states and uh, got my license and really really in love in this and uh, going to keep going and studying more and more and receive uh, more and more rating in, in aviation. Can about, Can you fly at night? About, like, about, about one month ago, Antonina get her instrumental ratings. The most That's what I was going to ask. That's great. <laughs> yes. yes, exactly. <laughs> After my receiving my private pilot license, I got instrument rating. Um, oh, that's great. So I hope to receive my commercial rating. So uh, it's really, really um, my passion now also besides of martial arts. So it's, and who knows, maybe in the future, Dana, Dana White can hire her to be official UC pilot, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to work on this, yeah, to make my way towards there. So what, when your instrument qualified, when, when you have the instrument rating, does that mean that you can fly in like fog and clouds and at night that gives you the ability to do yes, that? Yes, exactly. So um, I'm capable as a pilot to fly in as this when there is no visibility or restricted visibility. And um, so, yeah, on proper airplane, I, I could do this. And that's because if you're flying, I, I, I'm afraid to fly. So I'm, I'm always fascinated with people who get their pilot's licenses. In, in the clouds and in the fog, you lose your perspective on which way is up and which way is down. So you have to rely on your instrument. Yes, exactly. So all this instrument ratings uh, teaches you how to fly exactly, to fly, to navigate, uh, to take off and land under uh, no visibility. So just like uh, reading your instrument and uh, uh, being able to navigate on your instrument also. So this is also exciting flying. And that's actually the, the system, how the airlines fly. So it's just different flying from uh, visual flight rules and different, of course, regulations and a lot of stuff and weather. So it's a lot, a lot of difficult way and long way of studying. And uh, it's just uh, interesting also. Let me ask you girls a personal question now. Uh, you girls got you have it so together. Your fighters, your, your champions, and you know the, the you're a pilot. You got your your gun hobbies and your champions with that. Do you feel that guys could be intimidated? I don't know if you got boyfriends or married or anything. I don't think you're married. Do you ever think that guys may be intimidated to come up to you? Because I can see you girls at a bar, and then I see a guy like Jimmy C, and he knows a about you he might be a little nervous to approach you i would just ask flying questions that's all i would do i would ask <laughs> questions about planes and and guns i'm not good with either one. i would be happy to talk about flying also <laughs> you know the, the funny part is that pavel our coach he's flying as well and every time do you know what we are speaking about about the flight about the flight 
all day long training like martial arts flying shooting this is all our discussions about but i think it's so wonderful because it's so interesting and uh, while we are like capable to learn something more we have to do it because our life it's uh, not forever like right and we have to learn every single day something else and um, uh, antonina every time learning his like her books is a lot of books a lot of time spending but she loves it and she is every day for for example right now we are in training camp we have our morning training very hard training session we are like uh, sweaty and tired like we coming back home rest a little bit have a lunch and then the rest of the day she passing on studying her books <laughs> books it's a lot of books and you know i what i see here it's um all these things like flying, shooting guns, it teach you so much things, so much discipline. And you cannot be just like a regular person because you have to everything under to have everything under control. And it's amazing. It's amazing because you just explore inside of yourself so much things i think everyone has to learn something to uh, not stopping to improve never and this is uh, the best what we can get from life <laughs> i think so well you, you both have a, oh sorry about you both have a very high threshold probably for adrenaline like you both like things um very extreme things you both probably get very bored very easily like you know the fact that you're both such uh, uh, competitive fighters and, and you like to shoot and you like to do all these things, you probably need something to keep your brain uh, always, always uh, active. Yes, I know. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I wanted to say. Like, not always. Not yes, always. we can enjoy simple things like... Um, we love to go to the nature. Yeah. We love just to spend their time. We, uh, for example, we are living in Las Vegas, and here in uh, Nevada, um, Mojave Desert, there is a beautiful lake meet, and it's formed from the River Colorado. And all the time when we are here, we are spending at the lake, and it's amazing. We just go there, we boating, we fishing, we catch some fish, we bring it back home, we cook it. So it's a simple things that it's uh, made our life life uh, enjoyable and nice and beautiful and uh, we are not the crazy machines that have like have to be active all the time no we appreciate our free time just to be like um, uh, with the nature on the nature and it's amazing that um, you can have this kind of like control like in yang to have active things but in the same time rest and it's like it's a balance it's everything in our life about the finds the right balance <laughs> and actually we just uh, trying to spend days every day trying to spend in interesting ways that we we like so and that's why the things like shooting and flying and just going to the lake or or just fishing it's just what we like and just, that's why we spend day and days and days in this is there anything on your on your bucket list like you're doing now you're being coming up your pilot is, is there anything else you want to maybe jump I don't know you probably did already jump out of a plane or maybe like cowboy Cerrone with that squirrel suit he wants to do that thing I don't know if you heard of that thing they, they, they jump out with the you know it's interesting that um um before the um 
year, one year ago, before the fight, we did um, um, the countdown show, and we went to the um, indoor skydiving here in Las Vegas, and it was such a beautiful experience that actually I had this thought. I had to like probably to continue a little bit to learn about skydiving and then to have uh, it um, like jump from the plane and do these things. But yes, uh, but from the other side, uh, when you are active professional fighter you cannot risk that much you cannot and every time it's about like measuring what you can do and what you have to think okay i do it later but there is a lot of things to discover so many things to try <laughs> and you seem like you're both very close like when you were growing up like because there, there are some brothers that that have fought were you guys competitive with each other when you were growing up or were you always very just supportive of each other or, or a little bit of both I think we tried to do this uh, supportive manner because um, when we grew up, uh, I'm the older sister. So my mom all, always like uh, said to me, like, take care of your <laughs> younger sister, of course. And I was taking care. Then my younger sister grew, grew up and became champion, world champion one time, another time. And we just, I think we just support, support each other yes. because kind of we understand we just two together. Uh, there is no other brother or sister, and the closest uh, person in this world is Valentina. So, of course, I will support her in everything. I mean, it just... It's the same, it's the same, yes. And, yeah, I think it's the best what we can um, have, the, this kind of relationship, because what we have to compete, no, we have to support each other. <laughs> yeah, because the, the things we like, they're the same. We can share uh, what we like, what we don't like. And it just... It's like things, uh, Antonina's success make me better person. My success make her better person. So it's all so tied together. And um, uh, every, everything we, what we want uh, and anything what we do, we want the best for uh, me, for my sister and she for me. Especially when she's uh, preparing for the fight, I understand how hard it is. How, she what, she what, it. what hard time she's uh, having right now. That's why I can understand her and support her. And that's <laughs> the same she for me. That's beautiful because that's not always like that. Right. I got a brother right now out there making a voodoo doll of me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy knows. <laughs> Sorry, girls. But uh, no, that's great. You can, you can see that. You can see when you fight and you can see how happy you are for each other. So that's really a beautiful thing. <laughs> Is this your first time on a card together? Uh, UFC card, yes. We fought a lot in the same competition, same championship, same event uh, under Muay Thai rules uh, every time. But UFC card, it's very, very first time. I think for UFC in general, it's like to have first. It, first time sisters, I think. Yeah. Now, since you, but you've been since you, you've been on the same card, but not with UFC. Does this feel any different because it's UFC and, and it's a bit of a bigger stage? Uh, you know, definitely, it's a different feeling because UFC definitely it's a bigger stage. But from from other side, it's the same preparation. And we fought a lot of times when we had difference uh, of our fight one week. Uh, so it's same fight camp and doing all the things, but now we have 
week to week, day to day, the same things. So we every time train together, we every time like uh, helping each other in the preparation. So uh, yeah, we used to do it all the time. The only difference uh, uh, that right now under the certain circumstances what we have right now is going to be limited for example when Antonina has to go to the venue to start her warm up and when I start to have to move into towards the venue so I would see this is the most challenging part yeah but <laughs> we had this before also when we kind of know how to do this how to deal with it uh, so I think it would be just a um, bigger uh, charge bigger um, uh, for our coach and yes, for us I think so too <laughs> yeah, be more stressful for your coach for sure but you yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're both so, you're fascinating to me because you're both so good at, at so many things that I can't do uh, is there anything like that like you both can fight well you can both shoot you can like all these things that I'm terrible at and could never do uh, I have bad aim I'm scared of heights is, is there anything you've tried uh, that you've really wanted to do that you were not good at because you see like you you seem like the type that are just good at everything huh I would say I would never will say what I'm bad at <laughs> that's good oh okay and she can but, make a dance too I Yes, but I would say we are good at cooking too. <laughs> you can cook cooking too. too. This is amazing, Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. I'm not surprised you're good dancers because I was watching again. There was a video of you both on Instagram where you were doing this. Uh, I think you were both throwing uh, kicks in in unison together. I guess it's it's a part of your uh, training. But it was like there's no way they're not good dancers with that type of balance and rhythm it was actually great to to watch uh, if, if speaking seriously um about dancing it's it's not just because we are sportsmen that's why we are dancing good no it's not it's because we were um when we were um children and we started to do martial arts our mom just decided that to not to lose the femininity we have to go to the school uh, of dance and that's why we were grow growing up dance and uh, martial arts that's why it was like um, uh, the same dude professionally for us uh, very uh, th this is where it came from the like ability for the dance like you said about they balance kinda... balance yeah, about balance you're such badasses but yet you can, I can't dance, so I'm not going to try to dance. But yes, you when can. you do that thing after you win the fight, it's so awesome, <laughs> you know? I tried it before. I try to mimic what you do. It's not pretty. <laughs> but when you do it, not when I do. It's very easy to learn. It's very easy to, <laughs> yeah. So you didn't have to learn the super like technical stuff. You have to learn just to feel the the rhythm and that's it. And you don't have to dance like something difficult. But it's easy. It's easy. I I very sure if you would try, it would be great on you. <laughs> well, baby steps. <laughs> One step Any at a time. Would count. <laughs> And Valentina, do you really not watch a lot of tape on your uh, opponents? Do you watch a little bit or do you try not to watch uh, much at all? I watched the exact amount of times what I have to watch. Um, to understand what I have to expect, to understand uh, her style, her um, strong sides, and uh, 
everything that I need to take from this uh, footage, I have to do. So it's, I wouldn't say it's every day, no, <laughs> definitely no. But if I understand from the first time, that's it. But then uh, when it's fight uh, week, I just refresh my memory. And of course, I, I wanted to say we uh, we saw Jennifer Maya before, so it's not just Valentina got fight with her and she started to uh, look her fights. We saw her fights um, when she fought in UFC before or in Victor. So we kind of understand what's, what the opponent uh, she is and what technique she has. And for and, yourself, I'm sorry, Jimmy. Uh, no, no. Antonina, you're fighting um, Arani, um, Aran, how do you pronounce her name? Lipsky. Arani Lipsky. Yeah, sorry. She's coming off two wins. Yeah. How do you, how do you feel, um, how do you feel about stopping her momentum there? So I don't worry about uh, her momentum or what momentum she has or something. I'm worried about I have to come back from my victory. I have to uh, get from this fight with the victory because uh, I need this victory. That's all I'm thinking about. Yeah. When you have an opponent, like it's important, at least for myself, you'll watch or have your coach watch to see what, what to watch out for. But at the end of the day, you got to concentrate about yourself. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I don't put too much on. I always look at it like they got the problem. They're facing me. You understand? <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. Very, very good point. This is kind of like what we are thinking every time we are concentrating on our preparation. Because I know for sure, and it's the same I could say for Antonina as well. So if we're going to be in the best our shapes, so this is the most important things ever. And as far as people like thinking, well, what if, you know, Jennifer gets you to the floor, you know, they could think that, but what about that beautiful arm lock you snatched? Why can't I remember? What's her name again? The arm lock on, she's a very good grappler. She just came back. Yes. What's her name? Yes. Yes. Because I was like, all right, this could be a battle of styles. Valentina standing up. And if uh, Pena gets it to the floor, Juliana Pena, Jimmy. But then once she took you down, you got a beautiful arm lock that looked like you were a jujitsu girl. So I don't, you know, I'm you, MMA get you down. I'm MMA girl, mixed martial arts. <laughs> yes, but you're so devastating standing up that people could sleep on you down there or say, all right, look, I don't want to mess with her upstairs. Let's get her downstairs. But you're no picnic down there either. So that's how much time, as far as balance, do you do an equal amount of, of jujitsu to and wrestling to your stand up or because you pref I'm, I'm a, assuming, but because maybe you prefer to stand up, you do that more. You, you know, we do uh, MMA, MMA. It's everything balanced. You cannot do more this, more that you can, you have to do everything. And the most important, uh, like if people like my opponents are thinking, okay, I put, I, I, I will, put her down, try, it's not easy. <laughs> I think they think like this, Valentina, because of your I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. They can have any kind, but I'm ready. I'm ready for um, anything could happen in the fight, on the ground, stand up, in the middle, in between, doesn't matter, because this is mindset what we have. This is mindset what um, like uh, our, our coach, Pavel, he's teaching us through the, uh, every single moment, every single minute of the training of the day, every time. It's you have to be prepared for anything. Doesn't matter 
you have to be ready for Mosa by France, you have to be to breathe good, you have to have all techniques, you have to have all speed in the world. This is what we are doing in our trainings. Well, it's worked. Um, how, many how many defenses is this for you? This is force defense. Your fourth defense. Do you notice being a champion now for, for a while, you're the one with kind of the target on your back. Everyone is looking to you. So do you feel any need like you have to keep evolving because if people are spending all day looking at you and studying and you're the goal? is to get to you so do you feel any pressure to kind of change things up a bit mm, you know for me it was every time the same every day i was thinking to uh, not just like to relax and train enjoy the training no uh, i was thinking to um be better fighter each single day every time doesn't matter what positions you are at this moment it's the same mindset i have of course definitely uh um, I understand that everyone, everyone wants it. That's why it push uh, me, push, push myself to train harder. If uh, someone can think that they want this belt more than me, they are so mistaken. They don't know what way I did to get this belt. I was not like uh, growing up in... Um, successful place where it's easy you start to train martial arts and then after seven ten fights you are home in ufc no i had long long way before i get into ufc i was 17 time world muay thai championship kickboxing k1 every style and after only after this i get into ufc that's why i appreciate every single moment i know how difficult it was to get this belt and I know what I have to do to keep this belt. That's why they could sing everything that they want, but I want it more and they don't know how much. And also all that championship experience, there's definitely pressure with a championship fight and you have just years of experience dealing with that, which is an advantage too. Of course, experience, it's a definition of everything. Experience, you face so much different opponents, so much different like uh, fighter styles. And this is what makes you better fighter. Definitely the experience, it's a huge difference. Well, I'm looking forward to this Saturday, uh, you against Jennifer Maya, the co-main event on uh, Figueredo uh, Perez. And uh, Antonina, I'm looking forward to seeing you as well. And I'm happy that you're both on the same card. This is just, it's something, it's, it's a first in UFC. And um, I know that uh, it's just going to be a great night. So it's good talking to you both. Thank you Thank so you. much. Have a good night. Congratulations on the instrument qualification. That's, uh, that's great. Bye. <laughs> Thanks, Take girls. Care. Nice talking to you. Take care. Jimmy, they're so pleasant. Very nice people. But I was thinking the Valentina that we're chatting with, that's not who anybody gets to see in the in the cage. Jimmy, like, that's not the if they lock you in her in a cage, I got my money on her leaving. <laughs> in a second. There's not even, it's not even close. Jimmy, yes. I, I have almost, almost too good a time with you. It It is fun. Uh, what a what show today. Right now? Picture the camera. Picture there's no camera. Picture right next to you. Look. Boop. Right on my bird nose. Who else beeps your nose like that? Name one person. Uh, can't we do that to you? He does not, no, but there are many people. Um, people strangers do it to me now. Yeah, they do it with their penis, though. It's not the same thing. Of course, and I pay them, and it's not my nose, it's my mouth. All right. <laughs>
Jimmy, I'm doing something I never did before in my career. I'm tapping out. You are the fucking best. The fights are this weekend. What a Yeah, card. great night. And uh, thank you so much to uh, Valentina and Antonina. I love talking about flying and all the crazy shit they both do that I will never be able to do. And Alex Perez, really good to have him on the show. And uh, I'm sure you and I will talk. Um, it was a great week. Uh, Mike Perry was uh, very enjoyable. I enjoyed talking to Mike this week. And yes. uh, who else do we have? Uh, huh? Oh, Davison. We had Davison Figueroa the, the other day. Yeah. Yes, of course. And his translator, Valigi. Yeah. You know? Walid or Valigi? What's that? Walid, right? Walid. But when they would, Walid. in oh. Brazil, when they chant his name, they go, Valigi, Valigi, Valigi. Yeah. I'm going to send you a tape, and I'm doing that later. Please do. Or please don't, right? I'd like Jimmy, to I love you. I'll, I'll see you later. Love Goodbye, you. Unfiltered Army. Bye, folks. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply.